there, everybody. Um, this is the Samurai, and my name is Gideon. And this is going to be our very first podcast. I thank you all for joining us and for taking the time to experience this with us and learn with us as we go forward. Today's podcast, we're just going to basically introduce ourselves and uh, talk about what we plan on accomplishing with our podcast and maybe go over a few other things. Uh, as I said before, my name is Sam, uh, otherwise known as the Samurai. I have been working in computers now for about 32 years. I've That kind of led me into wanting to possibly do something along these lines. That, and I'm a big fan of the existing podcasts that I subscribe to out there, and thought maybe I could offer something to the world, and I thought maybe I could incorporate my son into it. And now I will let my son speak and introduce himself and let him talk about what he hopes to do with this podcast. Gideon? What I want to do with this podcast is show people and tell people why you should do some stuff and shouldn't do stuff. I've been and I've been pushed and bullied sometimes, so I've been being um, trained how to defend myself. I've been go. I um. I'm in second grade. I've. I'm doing. I'm really good in school. I've been doing a lot of work in school and hard work. And I love computers and technology. Okay. And you forgot the important part. What? Who are you? I'm Gideon. Right. And you are? You're my son. I'm Papa's son. Okay. And together we are... The the Samurai and Son. Samurai and Son podcast. So what do you hope to do with this podcast? Um, let it know to people to help people understand stuff and why they should do stuff and why they shouldn't do stuff and what you can do to change stuff and help stuff. Okay. And what kind of stuff do you do at school? What, what, what interests you? What things that do you think are fun? Um, science, sometimes math, and tell my teacher stuff and talk to her. That's cool. Yeah, I've met your teacher, and I like her a lot. She's nice people. In fact, as uh, for the audience to know, I actually work for the school district that uh, Gideon goes to, so I'm able to keep an eye keep an eye on him and make sure that uh, he does good and doesn't get in trouble with the teachers from time to time. My purpose and my goal that I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast is just to have a venue to share things with people, to go over my point of view of certain things that we see out there, to let Gideon have a place to talk about the stuff he sees in both his life as well as in school life, and maybe give some suggestions to any children that are happen to be listening to the show as we go forward. And this is a learning experience for us, so please, if you have any suggestions, if you hear something that maybe can be approved upon, please, please, definitely uh, shoot us an email, send us a message. And uh, since we are on iTunes, please uh, click that like button. Because uh, that's where we generate our, that's what's going to start generating traffic for us. Gideon would eventually like us to go on YouTube, but uh, that's not going to be something I'm too worried about. So what do you do when you're at home, Gideon? Um, mostly I play on my Xbox and play some of my video games. I'll go over and play on my Nana's phone. And I will watch video YouTube on my computer 
And at school, when we get free time, free time on our iPads, I usually do chess. But I guess I'm just like a laid-back person and don't like doing work because I hate school. I don't like going to school. I don't think anybody likes school when they're at your age. So, yeah, speaking of that, you uh, said you, you like chess. Uh, you, you, you belong to a chess club, don't you? Yep. And it's only for, it's supposed to only be for fourth graders, third graders, and sixth graders. But I got lucky, and I'm a second grader. Dad was talking to the chess coach, Mr. Oakleaf. And when my dad told me that I like, that told um, him that I like chess, I got a, I got to go into chess club. And my teacher is sending in more kids from my class to go into the chess club. So I get to, sit with my friends sometimes and play with uh, my friends and other people. That's cool. And you're only able to do that right now because you are doing very good in school, correct? Yeah. All right, cool. And if I start doing bad in school, I'll get kicked out. Yeah, I'm sure they'll give you a warning first, saying you got to pick up your grades before yeah. you get the axe. What kind of stuff do you like watching on YouTube? Like Minecraft stuff and stuff like that. Sometimes when I'm having trouble doing something, like using a command block in Minecraft, I'll go and search. I'll go on Google and search how to use a command block. But I've I've been doing that, and no, and none of the videos help me. So I guess I gotta just go on my own and try to find out. I copy a ton. Of, I copy a ton of videos and place them onto my computer. So whenever I want, I can just watch them. Because I do, I watch this YouTuber named Rye Guy Rocky, Rye Guy Rocky, and he does a lot of Minecraft videos in daycare, where he has this giant daycare. I haven't told you about him. Oh, okay. No, no problem. And he doesn't do anything bad. Who are some of the people you watch on YouTube? Um, Unspeakable, Moosecraft, Rye Guy Rocky, Tina the Tiger, Goalie MC, Unicorn, Unicorn Man... Um, and I watch a lot of stuff to help me do stuff in Minecraft. And I have a ton of video games. I have, I think it's like eight video games. I could go through the list of video games. So I am. I have Halo, Halo 5, um, Minecraft, Lego City, Call of Duty 3, and I finished that game already. And, um, I have, what other games, though? Well, talking more about what you do on, what you do on YouTube, I mean, you watch, what's that other one you watch all the time? Um, Unspeakable? No, the other Oh, one. FGTV Duddy. Okay. And I just want to say something, if FGTV Duddy is watching this, or anyone who knows FGT, or any of FGTV Duddy's kids who are watching this, I want to say I'm a big fan of FGTV Duddy. I've subscribed, and I love his videos. Okay, well, hopefully hopefully, we pick him up as a listener. I, I'm not going to push the issue, because I want this to be something that happens through a certain amount of homogeny. Do you read any books? I don't like reading. I don't read books too much. No, you gotta, we got to work on you with that. Being Both my, myself and Mama are going to work on you with that. I do write a little bit. I have a blog that I work on. I'm not going to advertise that here. I'll advertise that. Put a link on it in the uh, show the show descriptions. I listen to a lot of blogs, like uh, the the, the store. I'm sorry, the stuff they don't want you to know, and then the stuff you should know. Uh, I listen to the Culture Kings, probably the one of the best uh, 
podcasts out there. They're great, but definitely not one I can let Gideon listen to because of language and content. But they keep me busy through the day listening to them. There's lots of really great podcasts out there. I'm, I hope that some that through the course of doing these shows and as we get better and as we get more of a following that uh, perhaps one day we will be ranked among some of those. But at this point, we're just getting started. So we're going to play it by ear and see whose ears we get to tickle. Um, I wa- I've watched a mystery thing about um, five mystery statues moving, but most of them are Jesus and Jesus' mom. So I think they're fake because most people just want people to think statues can actually move. I watch some, sometimes I'll watch the stuff that I'm interested in. Whenever I, whenever I'm interested in, if I see the picture and it just shows something I'm interested in, I tap on it like, oh, let me watch this. Um, I do watch a ton of YouTube. I, if someone took away YouTube, I would, that's happened to me actually. My family got mad at me for watching, um, scary videos and bad stuff. So I had to go without YouTube for about three days or four, and I had to watch oh, Netflix. That's terrible. We're terrible parents. I can't go without YouTube, because then I just have to watch all the boring stuff on Netflix. Except Captain Underpants and Captain Underpants' series. Captain Underpants, when I first saw the movie, the part where they're splashing water and snapping, I laughed my butt off in the movie theater. It was so funny. That was a pretty funny movie, and uh, the books are pretty good, too, and you have those books, and you actually do read them. I have one book, one of the one of the big books that has two. I even have, a, I have a whole, a tall bookshelf of books, but I never really read them. Sometimes in bed, before I go to sleep, I'll read to my stuffies to try and make me fall asleep. <laughs> because I'm bad at falling asleep. And sometimes I'll get really scared in bed. Which is a problem that I have to work on. Or stop getting to stop getting scared because my family gets mad and and doesn't get a lot of sleep. But I've been working on it. And I've been doing good without the crying. Yeah, we all got to start somewhere, and I mean, we all get scared when we're when we're younger. So it's just something you got to work on. So, what are your favorite things to study in school? One of them is math. Sometimes it's math, then it's science. Um, like I said last time, uh, really only math and science is what I like a lot. Because math and science, like with science, I love. Oh, and engineering, like electricity, where you like build stuff out of Legos and you put electricity in it. I like though I like that electricity thing. I like science, and I like. Um, math. But I, but my teacher, um, gives us math every single day. So it's like, I don't want that kind of math. If you do math once, like one time, then you wait a little bit, then you do it next time, I'll like math. But I haven't liked reading. Oh, that's great. It's, um, it's, it's important to find something in school that you enjoy doing because then it helps with everything else. But you already, even though you don't like, you're reading any other things. You actually do pretty good at it because you're getting good grades, right? Yeah, and, I, and my teacher one time said she knows that I'm really smart because I actually am really smart. I know a lot of stuff. 
Um, because I guess, I don't know, I talk a lot in school, but I learn a lot of stuff still. It's weird for me because what I'm learning, but I'm talking too much in class. Yeah, you need to let the teacher talk, and then, then you let then you can talk when you have the time to talk. But it's not always your time to talk. The teacher has to do her job, right? Yeah. But when I was in first grade, there were these tests where we had, every Friday we were given a sheet of paper that had ten um, little things on them that you can write. Can write. We only did five, and if you got them all correctly, you got a five hundred five. Sometimes we would get two bonus where we had to get two awards, and then we would get these superstar tickets. We and if you get ten, you can do Minecraft, and um, if you get enough you can buy something from the shop on friday and well i was really good at those tests i would get five out of five on a lot of them a lot of them i was coming home with tests i would say five out of five and my parents have been proud of me my mom my dad i was like really smart but i in first grade i used to cry because of all the noise I didn't want noise in school, so um, so I would just cry, and I wouldn't want to go to school. Yeah, everything is kind of new at this age. You're, you're you're learning about life. You're learning to be a person, adapt to other people, and that's something that's common. I mean, we all go through periods like that. Even myself, at my age, sometimes when I'm in a situation where there's a lot of new things around, it's I'm a little bit nervous. So I just got to kind of uh, figure out how to how to work my way into it. How do you work your way into it? How do you take and uh, figure out how to how figure out how to calm yourself down? And I've never got frustrated with work. I just like you'll see me go. You'll see me with this face like. It's like, what the heck are you, I can't do this. And then sometimes I'll raise my hand and ask my teacher, how do you do this? I'm still confused. And then she'll show us and then I'll be like, oh, now I get it. Well, I'm talking more about you talking about how sometimes when you're in a place when it's, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of noise and stuff. How do you cope? How do you figure out how to uh, make it better? Um... Uh... I was sent in like a place when school to make me stop crying and I said I, my favorite thing was math so I I don't do it anymore but I was supposed to be doing math what I do is I just try and hold the cry in hold it sometimes it just breaks out doesn't mm-hmm. let me hold it in Maybe we'll take that as a topic for another show when we can sit and talk about how you can uh, overcome fears and overcome stress and anxiety that maybe you encounter when you're at school. Because like I said, even even myself, if I'm ever in a position where I'm in a new situation and there's a lot of people around I don't know or I'm not familiar with, I'll get a little bit nervous and <clears throat> try and find avenues to cope with it or to overcome it. And it can be hard, even as an adult. It's not just a kid thing. It's something that adults go through as well. Except when you get to be an adult, you have people that want to give you medicine for it, but... Uh, I don't take the medicine because it's just not right. Yeah, I remember one time in school, in first grade, we were sent out to follow this teacher, and she wore these gloves, and she would, like, press on our heads to check for fleas or something like that. Lice. 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 And, um, and I was like, what the heck are they doing to my head? 
There was one time in second grade on a Friday, I was already stressed out about the assembly. And then I had another thing stressed out because I saw a person go by with a basket what looked like shots. And they went to a first grade class. I was like, thank you for not going to my classroom. And um, I guess they were doing something to some kind of kid or they were just... They were doing flu shots that day. I already had my flu shot. Um, and the flu, when I had my flu shot, it wasn't when I was at school. I was at the doc, I was at, I was sent to the doctor's office and, um, I got my flu shot. I was crying and crying because I don't, I just don't like shots no matter what. No matter if you make it like some kind of band-aid or something, I will, and if I see something sharp on it and you're putting it to my arm, it's like, nope, get it, get it. But this time, when I poked it in, it didn't hurt that bad. It was like one second. Then I was like, "Why did I cry?" And then it and it was hurting, and I had it was hurting. And then at school, it was hurting a little bit, and then I had it hurting on what's this side? Is this the right side? It's your right side. Um, on my right side, and I didn't like it when when um I saw the needle. It's like, no, please, I don't want a flu shot. Um, but then I noticed it's not that bad. So if I have to get another flu shot, I'm not going to be crying again. Yeah. I have had uh, flu shots, and I have had the pneumonia shot. And What's uh, that? The pneumonia shot, uh, it, uh, it, can, it leaves a painful spot on your arm after they give it to you. Same with the flu shot, but that's just the way it is. Although the flu shot hasn't really done me any good. I seem to get the flu anyway, even though I have had it for the last three years straight. Although I have not had pneumonia since I've had the pneumonia shot, so I guess that's good. I don't think they're going to give that to children yet, but uh, if anybody out there hears this and knows differently about that, then please uh, clue me in. I do have an issue where here in the Valley I've I've contracted Valley fever and back in 1978, so I have to fight with that from time to time, too. So, what kind of stuff do you do when you're at home besides, uh, besides play video games and besides uh, read? Um... Uh, one time I asked my dad, uh, which is you, if if he could come out and play soccer with me because we have this... We played gi- soccer yesterday, so I don't say yeah. we didn't play. We don't play. <laughs> um, because we have this giant field, but we, if we took out everything, you, we probably had enough room for a whole soccer game to go on. We had a giant dirt field, but we couldn't use that because it had a lot of... Um, what are those called? Goat heads. Yeah, goat heads. You, some of you might know what goat heads are if you have like a giant desert-like part. They're really, and the, the way you can find goat heads is if you ever see a tumbleweed, look up closely to it. Those little spiky things, they can come off and they're called goat heads. And they hurt when they get on you. I've walked in them. They hurt my feet. I've even put my hand on one. They've been in the house sometimes. But And I didn't want my ball popping or getting in those. So we just went on the cement we have there and just kicked the ball to the towards the fence. My dad almost kicked it over the fence one time. He did kick it over the fence until they into the neighbor's yard. And luckily, there's a gate going into the neighbor's yard that's never locked. Because it doesn't have a lock. So I just went in, got the soccer ball, kicked it back over the fence to my family, and we started playing again. We have this tiny dog, tiny chihuahua that's deaf and blind, and her name is Eliza. 
She's 16 years old, which is pretty old for a dog, going on 17. She'll be 17 in February. Yeah. And some, uh, we had two dogs. Um, One was named Timmy, was 15. He died at 15. We thought uh, Eliza was going to die first, but we were wrong. Timmy died first when... When my mom told me that Timmy died that night, I cried. I couldn't, I was just, because Timmy was my, the only dog that would play with me. Eliza just ran away from me. Because I would always mistreat her. Because when I was a baby, we actually had three dogs. One was, the other, the third one was named Oscar. He, he was a very friendly dog. And, um, I was, uh, I was a baby when I couldn't grab and do stuff. My dog, Timmy, and Oscar would try and check me out, but, um, Eliza wouldn't let them. She would try and, she would get them away, but when I started getting grabby, and I would start grab stuff, she, she bailed out. She stopped protecting me because I was so grabby. I used to love Oscar, because if you rolled a ball to him, he would roll it back. And he was very gentle with me, and if he hurt me, he would run and hide because he knew he did something bad. Um, but Timmy, I wish he was still around. He was a dog that once, if you threw a ball to him, once he gets it, he runs. It's like, catch me! You gotta catch him and tug the ball out of his mouth. And we would even play Tuggy War. He was good at Tuggy War. Sometimes I would have to pull the wrong end because he would just grab one of the ends and start pulling. Oh, and he would do this thing where he would like do where he would like shake his head and make me shake, and sometimes he would let me let make me let go. But I would I would start to use that trick on him. But I wish he was still around. That was fun playing with him. For reference, for everybody, all we have we've had three dogs since we've been uh, been my wife and I have been together, and. Uh, They've been all of them rescues. One of them, uh, the the first one was Oscar. He was a a ch- uh, not a Chihuahua, but a Corgi Cairn Terrier mix, and he was a neurotic dog. You could not uh, put anything down without him having to sit and I, I I swear he had some relation to a border collie. He had that kind of personality, and uh, he but he was a great dog. He really was. And then next after that was Eliza, who we happened to find in a, a, a bus barn. And for those of you who don't know, a bus barn is the place where, like, school buses are parked. And her mama gave birth to her there and two other siblings, and she was the only survivor. She had a severe case of Demodex mange, and uh, we fought through that. And we never expected her to live past five years, and now it's coming up in 17 years in February that she's been around. And she's deaf and blind, but she still seems to love life, so we keep on helping her along. Timmy was the next one that we got, and he, again, was a rescue. He was abandoned, um, not just one time, but four times. It was one of those cases where every house that he was taken into, the people couldn't find a way to make him coordinate with the other animals they had, and he wouldn't get along with them. But for some reason, he clicked with ours, and he was uh, pretty good. Uh, He had his share of quirks, too. He liked to eat sand, and uh, that... Always inter- was an interesting the way he left those deposits around the house. But uh, the, again, Oscar and Timmy passed away, and Eliza, miraculously enough, seems to be the one that survived. She's the last man standing. Last man standing, and she's she's been a very good dog. Yeah. 
So, I remember one time a funny thing that happened. Um, she can't see, so she just guesses. Oh, it's probably not there. One time I saw Eliza come in the door like, okay, she's just coming back in from going to the bathroom. And I had the fridge open looking for something to snack on. And I heard a thump on the fridge door. It was Eliza. She walked into the door because she can't see. She's like, okay, I know there's no fridge door there. Yeah, several times that in behind our house, as you go out into the backyard, there's a set of about three steps, concrete steps that go down into the driveway. And there's been a couple times that she'll be on her way out there to go potty. And, and she'll, she falls. Yeah, she'll take and just tumble down the stairs, but she always gets up with her tail wagging like, I'm meant to do that. I I'm, take this moment to tell everybody, if you're looking for a dog, go and find a rescue. Don't go buy dogs. It's it's just silly to go buy, do- buy a dog, pay money for it, unless... You're buying a, you're paying for a rescue organization where the money is going to go back into the rescue organization to help fund the rescue of other animals. Don't go and buy pure breeds because it's, I'm sorry, I know there's a lot of people out there that enjoy doing it, but I think from personal experience, mutts are some of the best dogs in the world. They may have their share of issues, but still, they are some of the best dogs in the world. It's, it's almost as if they're more appreciative of being adopted than if you just go get a purebred. Although purebreds have their have their place in the world, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, just don't buy dogs. There's just no point to it. I like the rescue dogs because you're giving a dog a shelter to live, a place where they can be safe, they can have food, they can have water, they can have a shelter. And then once you get to keep them, it's just like you found a friend, a Really good friend. Rescues are better because you're helping an animal survive. Because most rescues are old, beat-up dogs that have been abandoned, thrown away. Exactly. And you can't do that to an animal. No, animals you shouldn't. try and help people. Most uh, most animals, if you give them a chance, they'll, they'll be absolutely wonderful. They'll be great, and they'll be a part of the family like, like they should be. The... Uh, the, the the benefits to having a having a rescue are insurmountable. So what else would you like to say? Um, for the last part, I would like to say our next broadcast is about bullying. We're going to be talking about why people bully and why you shouldn't bully, and what you what can happen to you if you do bully. Okay, and I think that's a good way to uh, segue off into uh, what we're planning for this is uh, we're planning on releasing two podcasts a month to start. If there's enough interest and if we get enough people out there that are that like our podcast, we may go up from that. If uh, you happen to be listening to this podcast and you want to, uh, as you go forward, I wouldn't expect you to do it willy-nilly on the very first podcast that we, the episode we release. If you decide you want to... Um, if you want to sponsor us or advertise with us, I'm more than willing to uh, get to give that a chance. I mean, uh, we'll we'll take your money and uh, put it for good things. Uh, the other thing too is leave us comments. Tell us what you want to hear. If you have an idea, something you would like us to cover, from my perspective or from Gideon's perspective as a child, um, from my perspective as a an adult or as a writer or as a techni- technician. Or as even a college student, uh, that's something I forgot to mention at the start of this show, is the fact that in addition to Gideon being a student, I am also a student. I'm attending an online university called Western Governors University. If you have a chance to check them out, they are great. I have a great mentor. They have great programs that let you work from home. 
either bachelor's degree or even your master's degree from your from home. I know I'm not authorized to be a spokesperson for them, but I do think they wouldn't mind if I give them a plug and tell them how great they or tell everybody how great they are. There is a Facebook site for us that's all set up. It's got some great um, cover art for it, and uh, there's also a Patreon account, which there will be a link to on the uh, on the iTunes uh, space. So if you just you don't want to sponsor us, you don't want to advertise with us, you're more than welcome to drop it, leave us some money, and part of that money will go into a into a trust fund for Gideon for his for his college. So that money is going to good things. That so he doesn't get that money now. So don't think that by giving that money, you're, he's going to go out and buy himself some Xbox games. He's going to get that money when he goes to college. My family has a second chance for a lottery ticket because, and my mom said if we get twenty thousand dollars because we had a lottery ticket for that, she would buy me a Nintendo Switch, and I'm really looking forward to having a Nintendo Switch. But our luck, we're probably not going to win the second chance either. We only won twenty five dollars yeah, on you, one. You never know. So I mean, it's uh, even along those lines. Hey, if you want to, if you're really, uh, if you're really generous out there, and you heard this, and you want to uh, buy Gideon a Nintendo Switch, then hey, more than more power to you. Um, I'm not gonna not gonna promote that. That's that's not what this podcast is for. Um, the goal of this podcast is, like I was kind of getting to before, is it's we just want to share things in our life experiences. And just have fun with you guys out there. Right now, we don't have anything that we've picked up from you as far as ideas, meaning you, the listener, not you, my son, as ideas for uh, shows. So we're just going to start spitballing it at this point. And like he's, like Gideon said, the next episode is going to be for bullying. It's not just going to be about bullying by itself, but what you can do to help stop bullying and what yeah. you can even do to help your kids, because that's also where it starts too. If you, if your child is a bully, then yeah, it's on you. You need to, as a parent, you need to step up to the plate and parent. Don't expect the school system to parent for you. And if your child has been bullied, you need to teach them how to stand up for themselves. And that's what's going to be covered in the, in the next episode. And yep. we'll be putting that out here in a couple of weeks. So for now, I'd like to say goodbye, and thank you for listening, and Gideon? Goodbye. Thank you for listening to our broadcast.